0: What up, though? This is CB. That's Chill B. And this is the Chill Bravado Podcast. And I bring you a series called Laker 82-16. And that's where we cover the grind of an 82-game long season where it takes 16 wins to get the chip in the end. And the last time that I recorded, we were talking about the comeback against the Dallas Mavericks. And then we we had to, you know, head on a little road trip. Three games. I'm going to get... Well, two games. I'm going to get into that. I'm going to get into talk about both games against the Grizzlies, um, just the different things and the impact of Ja not being there, as well as Brandon Clark and his injury, unfortunately, which means we got a lot of Dylan Brooks. I enjoyed that. Um, The scary game against the Thunders, which we end up winning with no AD, but I definitely want to get into the Timberwolves, the Warriors game, and then look up as we go to, you know, face against the Raptors and the Knicks at home before we go to the Pelicans, New Orleans. That and much more next. All right, let's get right into it. Uh, let's talk about the, the two Grizzly games first. All right. First one, real simple. That third quarter by our job was, was a masterclass on how to get into the paint and get to your spots. And then when you just you know just own, you're hot, you're hitting, It's nothing really you can do with a guy like that, even though it feels like it could have been so much more done. He was just in his zone. He was in his bag, and he put off a 28-point quarter on us in that third quarter. And then they just held on to win the game. They just had the more impactful um, player touching the paint. And you know how I've spoken on guards who can touch the paint and make things happen with with intention and, and, and chooses violence on us. It, it makes me nervous um to a certain degree when we don't have all of our all of our guys. Cause you know, we didn't have LeBron who was our force, who's our paint toucher, who's who's who I think could have matched that when healthy and could've, you know, really negated a lot of that. Cause I just feel like when you have LeBron in there, he's gonna give you a different look as far as his size and his and smartness and just and then he'll he'll be able to control that pace on the other end. You know, and, and give us what we need offensively to put more pressure on them to, to have to not feel so comfortable. They just feel like, okay, if we get a, a stop, you know, Jive's going to come down here and do what he want to do. And that's night and day from now. Like, that was the game pretty much that that quarter. So now we've, we, we we fast forward now and now Jive has his own situation going on. You know, I'm not really going to get into that. He, this is not um, Grizzlies eighty two sixteen. so I'll... I'll speak on it. Speak on it, maybe later, and you know. But right now, all I'll say is that a lot of the talking heads on TV and on, in the podcast space, I hear very few who really sound like they really care about the young man. Most of them are just talking about it because it's a headline, and then once it's over, they'll move on, and then they'll reevaluate it once it becomes, you know, a topic again. And this is probably it's going to hurt him in a lot of different areas. And I don't really think it's a lot of people. In that space that really cares. And to the ones that do, I applaud them for speaking, you know, from their heart. But moving on, now the the Johnless game that we played against them, I was kinda nervous about it. And I feel like the game played out exactly how I thought it would play. But I was nervous about it because I felt like if we don't get dominant, you know, A D, and if we don't, you know, keep the turnovers down, and God forbid we let Um, Desmond Bain get hot, which he shot terribly. He got into a nice little rhythm there at the end where he was just kind of getting to the bucket. And I think him not having Ja there, it really is showing that he can't actually do that a little bit more. But you can just tell it's taking a lot out of him because his shots not falling in that game. It's like a lot. I mean, he was really struggling offensively. And defensively, you really, you know, you don't really worry about him as much when he's trying to do be a two-way type of guy. To that magnitude Because this is going to Take a lot out of him And then Dylan Brooks Having to shoot more than He or Well not he He probably loves Shooting that much But the fan base Of Memphis probably Do not like seeing him Shoot that many shots And to see him Miss the same shot From the same spot Three Four Times it just gave me joy. And I'm not going to pick on him because I feel like Draymond. I didn't even listen to it because I don't even, even want to hear it. Draymond Green, I'm piled on him. He's already got the text where he's getting you know getting suspended and stuff like that. So I'm not really going to pile on him. But I'll just say not having to worry about Jai getting to paint was a big plus for us. Um, Troy Brown... And Rui Hachimura played, very, played great in this game. Reeves played well. Dennis, who, who tends to struggle during these games, but always finds the, these moments when in these pockets in the game where he's able to be very impactful. So that was good. Um, But let, I want to talk about Rui. The struggles that Rui has had. This is going to be a kind of a Rui wrap-up right here. People have really been talking crazy about Rui in the Laker fan base. And I understand why. You know, when you look at the stats, when you look at the game, and you think about what his skill set is. It's like, why can't he get a bucket? Why can't he do all these things? He's 6'8". He has this long wingspan. He's 230 pounds. What, what, what is he not doing? Well, I felt this Memphis game was going to be a, a Rui type of game. All right. Because he doesn't have to go out there and guard anybody who's just so shifting. Like, I guess the Warriors, he's going to struggle because they, they have so much going on. You know, with Clay and Curry came back and Pool. And it's just a lot of moving pieces. And a guy like him having to chase around these guys, and that's going to get him off the court just defensively because just going to trust him to chase around these these very elite guys who play off the ball. But with Memphis, and they had the same kind of issues we have offensively. We're not a great three-point shooting team. He was going to be able to go in there, guard somebody. If you get a miss, you run out and try to get in transition, or you just space the floor enough, you know, and he does this one dribble pull up is – his over, you know, his, his step fade. And he was doing all the things that he was comfortable with doing and he's trying to be more impactful on the boards. So, I mean, this, I felt like this was going to be a Rui game and and I was just glad to see him see that type of production in this current Grizzlies game. So, cause I know a lot of fans are really on him. Uh, he sucks and Rui got to go and it's like, come on people. Like he's learned, he's a young player. I don't expect a lot out of him as a young player. I am expecting him to get better if, you know, as time goes on And if the team can stay at 100% Or somewhere close to it Can we just keep guys on the floor? Dean Lowe's out there um, Dennis Schroeder's not really the most facilitating type of guard Although he has some skill set in that Austin Reeves can do a little bit of that But Dean Lowe, no LeBron It's tough on a guy when your main ball handlers And the guys who can get you in positioning To, to be more effective Or, just you know, when you have a LeBron and AD out there Guys are not just going to run and leave You know, leave them you know, so you'll have a one-on-one matchup that might be more favorable when you got a the third or fourth guy guarding you, not the, the top one or two defenders on the other team. So Rui, I just you just gotta give him time, man. Seventeen. 17- point six rebounds I mean you you can't ask for more than that he played very well like I said Memphis is a team that's more built for him so I just feel like he's a situational player that we had to keep watching with the matchups I feel like against this Raptors team I want to see what he's going to do because I'm going to talk about them later but Rui might can have another one of those games if he can deal with the length of the Raptors but I'm not going to get into that right now so We're going to also talk about moving up, uh, moving forward in this next segment about just who's impacted by not having Dino who might be back Friday against those Raptors. We will need another ball handler who is being more affected by the absence of LeBron and Dino. We'll talk about that and much, much more next. All right, we are back. We are back. Thank you for making this your, you know, your first listen of the day. You know, come and hang with the Chill Bravado podcast. We'll be covering Laker eighty two sixteen right now. You know, when the season's over with, you know, tune in for more content for different things. Um, and after you get done listening to this and hanging with me, make sure you lean over. You know tap the app go find jr my man and go listen to the all things sports podcast make sure you tune in with him and and just see what they're chirping about over there they talk about baseball nba nfl and you know he said some things about anthony davis that i almost paused the app but he redeemed himself by the end of the episode so yeah go check that out all right let's get right down to business okay who are who's affected you know who, who who's impacted by the absence of LeBron and Dino, um, Rui is definitely one of those guys who I feel like I feel like I want to see him play more with those guys because it just gives us a versatility when you have you know him and LeBron available at the same time. So now you can get the you know AD and LeBron, you can get the Rui and LeBron, you can get the Vando and LeBron, you can get you know it's just I'm, I you know I'm all about versatility and all these things. And when you don't have you know your guy. Who makes who's the key who unlocks it all, not there, it's a problem. And then when you have your maybe your third best player in Dino, who's also gonna be, you know, a secondary ball, who can be a primary ball handler, who also can be a secondary ball handler, and then you have Dennis as well. So you have all these guys who have these dual skill sets and you're missing them, and it's affecting guys like Rui. I already talked about Rui. Another person is affecting is Beasley. Malik Beasley, who is just Itching for LeBron or Dino or both to get back because he was able to get so many open looks. Because you're not gonna lay off a Dino, you're not gonna leave LeBron to go, you know, chase Beasley. Because right now, what teams are doing is simple. Now that you don't have to worry about those, you know, and Dennis is a guy his shot's so slow. You 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 prefer him shooting the three pointer. You, you prefer him winding up that slow. You know, shooting form he has. You, they, you, you're you scared of him blowing by you because he is able to get fouled, you know, make weird floaters and whatnot. But when you don't have um LeBron and you don't have D'Lo, they're just chasing B and staying attached to him the whole time. It's, no, it's like, forget it. Let the other guy make the play. We're not going to let this shooter get off. So right now, he's very much not going to be effective because guys have just knocked in and sold in on chasing him And that's just been what it was And that's what it is right now And I think team We, we were going to be Naive to think Every team is going to continue to play him That way When you don't have Dean Lowe, When you don't have LeBron So When he when, when they come back If LeBron is able to come back And if we're able to stay in the play-in And maybe dare I say Get to six And LeBron's able to play again though those guys will unlock beasley hopefully with, with um lo coming back now we can just start to kind of unlock beasley again uh because Be- Beasley is a actually a pretty good athlete like watching him run around and do what he do but he just kind of sometimes gets you know he has to shoot it like but it's like sometimes it's just like bruh like pass it or you know he he can drive to the basket a little bit He sometimes he's hit a miss you know on his floaters so it's just kind of iffy for him, and and I would say Vando's been impacted a little bit by missing those guys, cause now him like he just knows how to slide and dip into, um, you know, the dunker spot and know when to cut. And when you got guys who like like LeBron and like Dino, who who's always getting the eye contact and getting everybody all eyes on the ball type of guy, when he has it, he's not able to be as sneaky and you get that 15 to 17 game, you know, um and you know type of numbers he's still gonna be impactful but it's just like you can tell that he's really really been impacted by the loss of those guys so let's see once we get these guys back will they be able to finish out strong and and maybe you know let's make this push for this six spot man I really don't know how realistic it is because you never know how this is going to play out and how right now we're playing with a level of urgency and desperation but it's just I don't think it's sustainable to play that way all the way through this Because you don't want to burn the cat on both ends But I think I think the sense of urgency is fine And the desperation is, is definitely needed right now But now we just need to find a healthy A, a calm space a, a spot We need to find somewhere we can be chill And play at this level calmly And we can still have the confidence And have a chill bravado about ourselves Yeah Yeah Anyways um. So another person who I think is definitely flourishing right now is Troy Brown. Vet minimum guys, Troy Brown, vet minimum Dennis. I mean, these these guys are playing big, they're playing above their pay grade right now. So anytime I hear people complain about Troy Brown or Dennis, I laugh. Cause you're not gonna act, you're not gonna tell me two or three other guys who are vet men contracts who play at the level these guys are playing at right now. Troy Brown who's had his moments of struggling. But he has become a reliable guy And a guy that Darwin Ham trusts And Dennis is like The son of Darvin Ham Because he's not going away from, from Dennis too much Like It's going to have to take d to come back And let us get Dennis back on the bench where he belongs But I've been fine With Dennis here and there I just, I just like him when we can contain it down to him, just having that strictly that bench role. He's able to be versatile enough to close if we need him to. He's big time at the free throw line. Like I have to applaud Dennis and I have to applaud Troy Brown. Cause they have really, really played well, as well as Austin Reeves. He had a terrible game against Minnesota. And um after I come back from the break, I'm going to talk about that game in a little bit more detail, but I'm, but he's Austin is still played well. Like, Ever since he got back from the hamstring injuries, which kind of scared me, but I feel like he looks healthy and whole. Um, and he's been playing well, especially against Memphis. I mean, he had a couple bop bops and a little you know, they call them saucy Reeves over there. You know, you know, Austin AR is going off and he's doing it in efficient ways. You need that, so I feel like when Dino comes back, and you know, that just adds another person to the mix of skill and, and a little bit of that swag we've been kind of missing. From from the ball handler's perspective, but Dennis also been doing a great job of holding down the ball handling duties without having our two primary guys. Um Troy Brown is held down being the wing that comes in. And I think he's playing his role when when everybody's back and he's able to come off the bench and be that next, you know, wing guy. It's perfect for him. And I feel like right now he's just playing with a boatload of confidence. I don't know if the shot's going to continue to keep falling, but he hit a dagger against the um, Grizzlies, one of the many that we had to keep kind of firing up. But his three kind of gave us a cushion and separation. So I'm going to pull on those guys. But now let's talk about that loss. Let's talk about the Timberwolves loss. It it was was ugly, but don't worry. I'm going to lift your spirit because we're going to talk about Golden State as well. All right, let, let's, let's let's rewind. Let's rewind. Go back. We know we have to keep it real, real honest around here. That T Wolves game, we just we just didn't have a we we played, but we just couldn't get it together. You know, it's kind of like the energy level. we just, we couldn't push the gas pedal, and we got to give credit to the the T Wolves for a few things. Their defense and their energy was was definitely on display from the opening tip, and McDaniel's. Ant Man and the Perimeter Guards. The pressure they were putting up on our guards was very much at a high level. That, I mean, that was elite level defense that they were putting up. They like they bothered Dennis even in that first Memphis game. Um, I'm gonna go back there for a second. Dylan Brooks bothered Dennis in that game, like him bodying him. This next game here, not so much. Like you can tell. Dennis kind of was like Alright yeah, You're not that guy You know You, you may fool me once You know But you're not that guy But against the T-Wolves I think we would do better Against them The next time we play against them Because I feel like We'll have something figured out Because They were definitely Ball pressuring Dennis Like just picking him up McDaniels, like McDaniels is so long And they put him on Dennis So that gives a guy Who can play off of Dennis Which I tell you that slow winder. Watch his shooting. His shooting form is so slow. A guy like McDaniels has no problem closing out on him and making shots difficult for him. But he's long enough that he can play off. So that gives Dennis. He can't really get by him. Austin was getting pressure. You know, you had Ant Man. You had you know just other guards that was that, that was bringing in. They were pressuring up on him. And making their life just miserable trying to get the ball up to court, and then you had Conley. Old man, um, Conley chasing Beasley around was impressive. That's one of those games where you needed LeBron. That's one of those games you needed Dino because they were able to do all that and keep and keep the ball above the three point line and, and or just catching it at the high elbow. Like you couldn't even get to the rim like you wanted to. Um, eventually, you know, we kind of got this AD game, and, and 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 guys were starting to get to the basket, but. We, we just turned the energy on just a little too late. Um They did not shoot the ball well. They just played with a different level of of just de- like desperation. Like they they knew the moment and they knew what that game was. But luckily we were able to you know go on and win some games. But it it was definitely a lot lesser performance for them. But let's not you know forget how the Lakers came out played against Golden State. You know Curry coming back and I was kind of like sick by that. I was like oh no. Not him. But they did not have Andrew Wiggins, who's still dealing with personal issues, you know, shouts out to him or whatever that is. They don't have Gary Payton the third still. And the Wars are still small and they lack versatility. So they were doing what they do best. They were shooting and shooting and shooting and shooting and you know, you know that commercial with um, with, with Big Man um, and bounce it and, and you bounce it again and you bounce it again. Well, that's what Go to State's doing right now. They're shooting it and they're shooting it again and shooting it again. And Clay Thompson played very well. Been shooting the ball well over time, and that's not my issue with Clay. You know, my issue with Clay is defensively, nobody's worried about you anymore. You know, nobody is like, oh no, we got two way Clay coming to town. No, 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 no. We got three-ball clay. Like, we got you know, it's over. Like defensively, nobody fears him. I don't know if he's ever gonna get back to that. And I'm fine with him getting hot if we're able to go to the other end and do whatever we want. This is a couple of times now. Is this three times? Like that the war we we kinda had the Warriors number. Now granted, you know, Wiggins is out. And Gary Payton, who I don't really think is really gonna be a big deal if we have our full healthy. Um, Gary can do some things maybe, but we, you know. I, I just don't see that Like Poole, Now that Steph's back I, I, I was kind of like Well if Curry's back Unless both of these guys Just bombing away Like Portland did on A couple weeks ago I'm not really worried about this <clears throat> But They were not going away They had the pedigree But Looney and Draymond Green They're just not gonna stop AD for four quarters You know They're not gonna do it long You know It's not gonna happen So It's just like Eventually it was gonna crack Now it took a little while and 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 they threw their punches back just because they had the pedigree to do that. But that Warriors game, I was frustrated because I was thinking, put them away, stop letting them play around. But I'm just looking at them and just, their lack of versatility. They're just, I'm just, they're probably just glad to be where they're at right now. And and I'm surprised they're not falling back into the playing tournament. But we still have a ways to go. Who knows if the Lakers fall flat on their face, we might be sitting looking at the end, the back end of the playing tournament, you know, the whole time. Or fall out of it So you never know how this thing's going Let's hope that the health holds up Let's hope that the players continue to play well And Dino, who we're hoping to see Friday Against the Raptors Who I feel like we've struggled with this team A lot over the last couple of years Since AD's came there And one reason is They they were doing Nick Nurse and his staff are doing We're doing great jobs of double teaming AD I think AD might be a better now At passing out of the double team I'm curious This is one thing I'm curious about this game Is to see what type of defense they're going to play. Are they going to continue to kind of do that double AD and make him kick to other guys, which we have better guys now than the the guys we had in the past. But they were speeding up AD and making him really just kind of play in a crowd. You know, he was playing in a phone booth pretty much. Like he was just really tight. So let's see what happens with the other guys we got. And like I said, hopefully d back. and, And this might be a game where Mike, let's see if Malik Beasley can come out and and if they try to if they try to do the double team the double team to AD let's see if he can get three or four of those threes to drop and let's see how that how that kind of you know loosens that up let's see what Austin and Dennis can do because if they're going to play their long lineups let's see can they stay in front of Dennis let's see if Austin can get a couple Well, he's get he's finally getting that call now where he can get in the lane get that contact and get to the free throw line Austin has figured out some things in the professional level and I'm really enjoying watching him able to get to the free throw line where he is equally as deadly shooting a very high percentage I'm, if I'm not mistaken he's like a 90% free throw shooter and and his uptick in free throws is, is not a slouch man so anyway we can get points on the board AD's getting to the line a lot you know let's, let's see what Vando can do to help us out I don't really know what offensively he'll do against this team, but I know defensively we're gonna need him because Pascal Siakam is gonna be a problem. And Jakob Purtle, like he's been playing well, you know he's got dunked on by Kawhi. Um, You know they have a a plethora of guys who are long and 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 stretch the floor well. So they're now past the trade deadline. OGs there, and they don't have to worry about all that stuff. They, They seem to be playing a lot better now. So I'm nervous about the game just because I don't know what the defensive scheme is going to be against AD. And I want to see if our role players are going to be able to make them pay for it. So I'm looking at Malik Beasley and Rui Hachimura. I want to see what type of game they have to go along with it if D-Lo is coming back or not. So it's a very intriguing game that we have coming up. Very much excited to see that game in particular because it's it's really going to tell me a lot. And then of course, we have those hot Knicks coming up and those Pels after them, so I'm going to talk about that next. All right. All right. All right. Um the Raptors game, hopefully we can get a win in that one. That's really really a game that I I'll feel real good if we beat them just just you know cuz we'll be at home <clears throat> and then after that we have one more home game against those hot Knicks who have been rolling and rolling and Julius Randle is going to be ready and I don't know if Brunson's going to be out but the way um Emmanuel is playing right now he scares me because what what am what am I going to say a guard that can touch the paint scares me with this team I don't like it but I'm still having thoughts of that team that was before the trade deadline this team let's see Let's see um, We don't have LeBron So um, I'm, I'm kind of nervous Because you know They got their brute and Julius Randle We don't have our brute Who's the the, elitist, the elite of brutes In LeBron James Hopefully Dino is back And healthy And everything goes good um, Hopefully Mobamba is back They got They got Robinson back Who I like But then when I watch him play I was like man Like I thought he was better than that Like Sometimes it just Looks like I don't know I just I, but nevertheless, the Knicks have been hot. RJ Barrett, I'm pretty sure he's he's gonna cool off. You know, I don't really expect to see him do a lot. I hope he don't. Now that I say that, I'm probably he's probably gonna go like four for four from the three point line in the first half or something. Who knows? But Bronson, if Bronson doesn't play, he he's a guy who scares me. But quickly, as a guy, I'm watching. I want to see what we're gonna do when we get to that point. Hopefully, everything is going well. You know, like I said, D'Lo is back, and the Knicks are a team who we've beaten before, but we play with our food and almost lost it. So let's let's go and get this win. Like, all right, they lost their game. They've got off that high of that. Let's let's get back to Julius round of shooting terrible jumpers, and let's get back to quickly playing down to to not playing at the elite level, and let's get RJ Barrett going. Um, you know, three 4 eleven. Let's go ahead and make it happen, baby Yeah, shout out to Kawhi So, um, the Pelicans game, that's on the road We'll playing against them And that is a game that's always circled on the calendar Not because of the trade Of the person, AD We don't care about that, we want ring to ring the heaven But the thing is, the pick swaps that we have If we can continue to stay ahead of them You know, because if we were to have Like this terrible record And we was down there where, where the Rockets are And, and draft time comes the pelicans can pick swap with us and get the better of the pick so the worse our pick is the better for them so just for two things we have like we want to beat them because we want to stay in the play in race and fighting for that six seed we also want to beat them because during draft time come we don't want to give them a, a great draft pick so if we stay ahead of them in those regards It's going to be great, great, great for all of us And the Pels right now, who they snuck and won a game I was upset about it But B.I. unfortunately went down They got bad news on Zion Um, He's still some weeks out Let's see what the ankle injury to B.I. looks like Um, We're in position now Where the T-Wolves game kind of screwed me up But I'm back now Um, We're in position now where we legit can make a little noise And get to that 6th seed And it's still in play but it's actually like realistically in play You know I wasn't really feeling um, about, You know great about it But I'm still seeing 7-8 You know as the Hopefully that's the lowest we'll go I don't want to do the 9-10 Because that's like single elimination And that scares me Especially if LeBron's not back So 7-8 where you can have A double elimination play-in thing Is going to actually be the, the best Floor our ceiling is still six, um, and that's kind of where we want to be. It's amazing that our okay, our floor is ten, our eye level is seven and eight, and our ceiling is six. Let, let me say it that way because you got to kind of have all three. I know everybody loves doing you know floor and ceiling, but eye level seventh, eighth seat. That's when. That's what I. That that's. I'm I'm good with that. I'm calm with it. I'm not. Thrilled about it. I'm not upset about it. So that's that's kind of what eye level is for me. Ceiling is is I'm super high. You know I'm Rick James. I'm all of that. You know I'm 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 up there. Six is go. You know I'm on an am and 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 down is is um you know I'm Tamil Man. I'm tired. Truth is I'm tired. I'm 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 hurt. I'm not feeling good because if we drop, if we stay there, that mean we has we haven't played good basketball. So that scares me. So Pelicans game Knicks. Raptors let's see what we can do with these wins Like we gotta continue to stack wins Like we can't you know win one lose One we have to stack up Wins so if we can you know how We went on like one five game winning Streak this year if we could Pull off a five Game winning streak at this point In the season with these stakes on the line You gotta feel good about That Like that's my that's like my Ceiling right now these next Three games can we beat the Raptors Can we beat the Knicks and can we beat the Pelicans? If we do that, we have a five-game winning streak. And then after that, you go against the Rockets. Don't let them kids come in and ruin our joy. And then another big game is the Mavericks after that. And we're not going to talk about them, but this is this, this where we at. I'm going to be right back. And with my closing remarks on all of this that we've had going on right now, the space that we're in, the all the what-ifs of the world, right back. All right, all right. Let's put a ball on all this. Let's get our minds together. Let's get Laker fans, um, you know, Laker 82-16ers. 8, 82 82-16ers, 82 let's get this right. Kind of like on Manifest, you know, the plane, they had the, the what, what were they called? Nah, man, I just messed up the joke. But anyways, all right, fans, basketball fans, what are we going to predict is going to happen? Let's do the whole prediction thing, something I don't do. Are the Lakers going to make the sixth seed? We're going to like High and low Like, How confident on a scale from 1 to 10 Do you feel that they can make The sixth seed? I'm going to give you mine And you know I'm very chill I'm very calm And I'm realistic But in my mind I just see a, a, A universe A dimension All that Marvel stuff I just see that There's one way we can do it, and it's probably, I'm I'm at a seven. I feel like I'm at a seven that we can get to 60. Like, I don't know what it is. I feel like we're turning a corner. I feel like there's this, like, it's kind of this this chill kind of confidence we have right now. But at the same time, it's, like, cautiously, you know, like, I don't know, like, optimistic, cautious, optimistic. Yeah it's like I feel like I'm high but I'm low I'm all over the place I'm cautious okay Optimistic but cautious okay That's 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 my definition for why I feel right now Very optimistic So what's the chance that we miss the whole Playoffs playing All together I'm like a three Like I don't really think we're going to miss out on that We'll have to completely fall apart And you know what that means And I will not say it No I won't We'll have to completely fall apart for that to happen, you know. So no, 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 no. We're not even gonna speak that. Not, nah, not on this show. No. Nah. And I'm very much a ten on us being in the play-in. Like I feel like we're gonna. That's that's where we're gonna be in the play-in. I'm highly confident that, that can happen. But it's just it's two ways we could be in it. We can be seventh, and we're. I mean, we still playing well, and we and we kept up what we're doing. Or we can be tenth, and we, no pun intended, limped into the play-in. So that scares me. Now, let's say, let's say we're six. And so, so, so who do the six play against the third? Is, okay, let's say right now, because the Grizzlies dropped down to three. Let's say everything stays the same. So the sixth seed will play against the third seed, right? So right now we'll be playing against the Grizzlies. And if Josh suspended for 50 games, if Ja, even if Ja comes back and you don't have Brandon Clark, but Stephen Adams is probably gonna be back you got Dylan Brooks Who's gonna be You know We're gonna make sure He get attacked, Get him out of there Desmond bang Let's see what he Let's see what he has In the postseason When everything slows down and, and you know how I feel About the Grizzlies In the postseason Do we fear them? I just don't think so I don't even think The league is gonna let Jock come back this season I feel like they're nervous And they're gonna protect image And rightfully so They can do what they want So I'm not scared Of playing against the Grizzlies in the first round But let's say we're in the seventh and eighth Alright and we and we went out And we're the seventh seed Okay Now who we play against Hmm I don't want to play that game <laughs> That's the Suns I don't want that in the first round Nah But if, if that's the case I'm thinking about it And let's say we get back fully healthy and LeBron's here the champ is here, the scoring champ. You know, I'm still not. I love it, you know. I I like it because that means Booker. Like it's it's either going one one or two ways. Booker's going to be all uh, they're going to be up front running, and Booker's going to be talking and making his faces, and then you know KD's going to be clapping and you know whatever whatever. Or it's going to be tight, and then KD's going to be the X factor, and that makes me nervous. But if they can't figure out their defensive thing in the playoffs, let's see what they're gonna do. Is Ayton gonna be up to stop AD? You know? Who is who is Kevin Durant gonna guard? Uh, you know, it's like, okay, I keep forgetting about Chris Paul. Is he gonna wear down or is he gonna be a guy who's gonna finally get over the hump? That will be an interesting series in itself, but I'm not as I'm not as high as playing against the Grizzlies without Chai. But that's just kind of what I'm looking at right now. I'm not really gonna get into all that because we're so far ahead. But just to put a ball on this and end this show, we have we have some games coming up that we have to win because all that stuff doesn't matter if we don't win those games. Very much excited, very much ready for the weekend. Hope you guys enjoy yours. And if your teams are not affecting my Lakers, I hope you guys have success. You know, unless you're Boston. Yeah. Uh, anyways, I'll talk to you guys next time. Laker 82, 16. Chill Bravado Podcast. I'm your boy CB. That's Chill B. We'll holler at you next time.